The famous naturalist and biologist Charles Darwin asked the age-old question, why do we give? He wondered why any creature would be altruistic. Why would anyone be concerned with the well-being of others? Generosity goes completely against the Darwinian principle of survival of the fittest, where the strong will succeed and the weak will perish. According to Darwin, deep down, all human beings, all of us, are selfish and greedy and self-centered. He claims that we are hardwired to be selfish in order to survive and thrive. But it turns out the exact opposite is true. Scientists have discovered that human beings are actually designed to help others and to enjoy helping others. Giving and generosity is in our DNA. In an article from the Wall Street Journal entitled Hardwired Forgiving, Elizabeth Savota writes this, Contrary to conventional wisdom that human beings are essentially selfish, scientists are finding that the brain is built for generosity. New research shows that not only do humans have a generosity gene, but there's a biological basis for why giving feels good. The article goes on to suggest that when we are generous in our giving, our brains release the chemical dopamine, which gives you feelings of pleasure and motivation and happiness. Study after study has proven that there are benefits such as reducing stress, improving both physical and mental health, uh, decreasing feelings of depression, and increasing feelings of happiness. And those all occur when we are generous, when we give. We are created to give. It's in our DNA. Today we are starting a new three-week sermon series on stewardship called Ripples of Generosity, Impacting Lives, Changing the World. I know that this is the series that you all have been waiting for. I know that you guys are just so excited about this. You, you love it when the preacher talks about money, right? But, but generosity, if it really does make us feel good, then my hope is that you will enjoy being a part of this series. We uh, begin this series by talking about how giving is a part of our purpose. God created us to be generous or in our giving to others. And next week, we're going to talk about how we are um, to give in order to make an impact in our world right now. And then our final week, we're going to talk about how we um, give in order to invest for future generations. So that's just a little overview of, of what we're going to be doing during this series. But this morning, we're kicking off this series by exploring the purpose in our giving. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from Acts chapter 20, verses 32 through 35. Now I trust you to God and the message of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all whom God has made holy. I haven't craved anyone's silver, gold, or clothing. You yourselves know that I have provided for my own needs and for those of my companions with my own hands. And everything I have shown you that by working hard, we must help the weak. In this way, we remember the Lord Jesus's words. It is more blessed to give than to receive. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now is the perfect time to talk about giving as we are rapidly approaching 
the Christmas season. Um, Allie and I have already started doing some, some Christmas shopping, and we've been thinking about what we're going to get our little girl Jane for Christmas. But here's the thing. Thanks to, thanks to all of her grandparents, she already has everything that she could ever want or need. And I don't know if any of you can relate to this or not, but I bet you can. Because Americans spend $27 billion on toys every year which totals to an average of about 37 presents per child each year. That's an average. So some kids get more, some kids get less. Now, uh, Jane loves all of her toys, and she plays with all of her toys all of the time. Uh, you should see our living room when she's let loose, toys everywhere. Uh, but, you know, I've never seen Jane have more fun than when she's playing with a spatula or a cardboard box or toilet paper. Now, don't worry, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to still get her uh, toys for Christmas. But my point is, more toys, more stuff, doesn't equal more happiness. And it's the same for us grown-ups, too. Just because we have more stuff doesn't mean that it makes us happier. As Jesus says in our scripture lesson this morning, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Those words aren't found in any of the four Gospels, but the author Luke is quoting Paul, who is quoting Jesus in the book of Acts. And so these words come to us through Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. We receive more happiness and more joy when we are generous, when we give to others. But I think it's important to note that we shouldn't give just because we feel like we might receive some blessings in return. Some people give with the motivation of receiving recognition. Some people give with the expectation to receive something in return. Some people give for some sort of tax benefit or work benefit. Some people give out of a strict sense of obligation or guilt. And maybe there are times when you have given with some of those motives in mind, and that's okay. But the best motive for giving is simply for the joy of giving and not expecting anything else in return. Giving to honor God and to bless other people. Despite what all the prosperity gospel preachers say on television, we don't give in order to receive a reward in heaven. It's not like you're going to get uh, put a dollar down and get $100 back. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. It's not a pyramid scheme. But as American author Carol Ryrie Brink once said, the most truly generous persons are those who give silently without hope of praise or reward. We give not for a reward, but because God has created us to be generous. We were created in the image of God, and it's in God's very nature to be generous. So we're called to be generous as well. It's not just about what we put in the offering plate on Sunday morning, but it goes far beyond that. It's about how we live our lives, how we treat others, how we spend our time, our talents, our resources. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that everything around us is a gift from God. The world, everything in it is a gift from God. The sea, the land, the earth, the cosmos, all of those things are very lives our gift from God, the air that we breathe, the food that we eat, the time that we spend every day that we wake up is a gift from God. 
Truth be told, we don't own anything. Instead, we are stewards of what God has already given us. As Pastor Brian McLaren says, for us, whatever we own is really entrusted to us by God, borrowed and reverently used by us for a time, time also being a precious gift of which we have been made stewards. But I think that we sometimes forget about the importance of stewardship and generosity. We start thinking about how we can accumulate more and, and save more and spend more and keep more all for ourselves. When we become greedy or selfish, we have lost a part of who God called us to be. We have neglected our role as God's stewards. When we keep all our money, all our possessions for ourselves, then we are missing out on happiness. A survey of 632 Americans found that spending money on other people was associated with significantly greater happiness, regardless of your income, whereas there was no association between spending money on yourself and happiness. It's amazing that in this study, the money that people uh, spent on themselves didn't bring them any more happiness, but giving to other people is what made them happy. You know, I think deep down we know this. We already know this. I'm not saying anything revolutionary or mind-blowing, but for any of us who have ever been generous to others, we know the joy that comes with that. The Beatles were right when they said, can't buy me love. In your bulletin this morning, you received a commitment card to help you plan for your giving for 2024, and you can find that on our website as well. And at the end of the series during our worship service on November 26th, we're going to collectively bring those pledge cards forward uh, for Consecration Sunday. We're going to dedicate those commitment cards to the Lord. I want to first of all thank you all for your, the ways that you've already been generous to our church. Um, this is a very generous, a very giving church, and you already do so much to make ministry possible here. So I want to thank you for that. But I also want to invite you over the next few weeks to prayerfully consider what financial commitment you would like uh, to give to make ministry happen here at Wesley Memorial United Methodist Church for this next year, 2024. How can you grow in your giving? Maybe it's giving 10% when you used to just give 9 or maybe it's giving 5%, or maybe it's just giving 2%. But, but I encourage you to think about how you might grow in your giving for this next year. Because we are called to be generous. God has called us to live into God's image of generosity. A few years ago, a third grade teacher in Dorchester, Massachusetts, named Nicole Bowlerman, won a $150,000 cash prize in a contest. That's a lot of money, especially for an educator. A teacher's salary doesn't go very, very far these days. And, and she could have done a lot with that prize money for herself or for her family, but rather than keep that money, Nicole Bowlerman decided to donate it back to her school. She said that it was her wish that each of her adorable, hardworking students would leave for their December break with a book in their hand. Bowlerman said, it didn't feel like I won the lottery. It felt like I got something because my kids are just unbelievable and our school was doing really great things it never felt like the money was a gift to me. It really wasn't up for discussion. She goes on to say, the best thing to come out of this was giving these kids the feeling that I am important. I have value. 
My life truly matters. We can say that until we're blue in the face, but I had the opportunity to really show them that. And I think, honestly, all my coworkers and other teachers in Boston would have done the exact same thing I did. So many of us are committed to serving underserved kids. My kids have overcome some serious adversity. I just really thought I could make a difference in their lives with that money. It's just a sliver of what these kids deserve. Charles Darwin asked the age-old question, why do we give? Why do we give? This morning, Jesus gives us the answer. We give because it is more blessed to give than to receive. Thanks be to God. Amen.